Hey there, recovering family. One of the things I was thinking about today is that my biggest fear, one of my biggest fears was that I would go crazy or that people would think I was crazy. You know, I really did have a fear of like just that, that utter insanity where you just feel like you're just gonna like go crazy, you know? I mean, I don't know what that looks like. You know, you, you see people on in movies and I don't know what going crazy looks like, but I do know what insanity feels like. And the other thing that I realized today was that I was always worried about people seeing my brokenness and seeing that I was, you know, really flawed inside and had some brokenness and damaged from growing up in this disease of alcoholism and, you know, becoming someone who had addictive behaviors herself. And the truth of the matter is, you know, I'm here to own it. You know, it's, it's no accident that step two says came to believe a power greater than ourselves would, could restore us to sanity. That has to imply that we're all insane, right? In some form or another. And it's humbling too, you know, to, to see that. And lately this last week or so, there's been a lot of relationship issues that have come up with me where I, I'm seeing the part of me that pushes hard and almost pushes people away. It's coming up because I have made such contrary steps to actually be authentic, show up in my relationships with dignity and grace, show up consistently, show up being authentic and show up and in an ongoing way, you know, not, not just doing it occasionally, but doing it consistently and actually forming these intimate bonds with men and women, you know, sisters and brothers in this program. And as I do it, you know, I'm going to come clean tonight and say it really stirs up a tremendous amount of anxiety. It stirs up the parts of me that really didn't trust, that felt, you know, this, this, recovering girl, this little girl, this woman, this adolescent, you know, this person that is being recovered, it was not safe to be in relationship. That's the bottom line. You know, and this might sound strange to people, but I know it won't sound strange to those of you who are in Al-Anon or ACA, and maybe even alcoholics here or drug addicts, whatever it is, you know, I think we all struggle with relationship and how to navigate those, you know, the trust, the intimacy in all our affairs. And I was humbled because I was able to see something, you know, I've been in a bit of a dark space and I spoke with my sponsor about it because it, she reminds me that you haven't been in this dark space, you know, for the entire year, you've been in it at moments and maybe you've been in it for like a week or two or more but you haven't always been here. And the truth is, is in our recovery, sometimes we might make tremendous steps forward and then boom, we get 
hit with, we do a backslide, we do a step back. It's not even a slip, but it's almost as though for me personally, and I'm going to be just so transparent here, is that my biggest steps forward were letting myself attach and get close to women. My mother is my main qualifier. She was the narcissist drug addict. She was the one that was abusive. She was the one that tormented me. She was the one that made any kind of just safe harbor with women impossible. And I had to really learn just how to be in the world without having close relationships with women, which is so sad. And because I wanted recovery so badly, and I'm not even ashamed that a tear or two get choked up in me as I say this, I wanted recovery so badly that I I just forged forward and I joined groups with women only and I let myself get close to women that were really available and safe and that had strong programs. And I realized this the last couple of weeks I have been pulling away. You know, I even started, you know, a recovery book club, you know, with, with women, women only, you know, just, um, and I've wanted to kind of back away from it and go, oh, they won't notice if, you know, I don't arrange it for this week. You know, they won't notice just like, just like I wasn't noticed. It's almost like repeating the pattern of a little girl. Like I wasn't noticed. My parents were too busy being drug addicts and narcissists that they didn't have time to notice. And I think the truth and the beauty that I can share with you tonight, as I speak about this is I can say, even with recovery, even with the steps forward, there are steps back that I can admit. I do feel like I fall into the insanity. That's insanity to pull away from the women that I've developed true bonds with, that I know love me and are there for me the way I am there for them. That's insane for me to say, okay, I'm going to pull out of this now because I'm going to leave this relationship before they have a chance to leave me. That's insanity. And that's where I go back to step one. I am powerless. I am powerless over alcoholism. And my life has become unmanageable. I'm powerless over what happened to me as a little girl. I am powerless over the ways that I used to cope. You know, I need these steps right now and came to believe a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. The sanity is being able to talk about it. The sanity is being able to get on the phone and call one of my girlfriends, my sisters in the program who I could feel that I was, you know, unconsciously even sort of doing a little pushing away. And I do it, you know, my, my disease is crafty. I don't do it just like it looks like I'm pushing her away. I'll do it by just being completely self-absorbed and being just, it's all about me and not having room for her. And that pushes people away. And for me to see that, for me to even have the awareness, that, my friends, is recovery. That's where I get to go, you know what? You are not back at day one. Sometimes it feels like we're right back in day one. Sometimes we can have seven years in this program and feel like we're beginners. Sometimes we can have 30 years and feel like we're beginners. Sometimes we can, I can do a behavior that feels so insane 
or obsess over something or let myself get so spun out and my serenity is nowhere to be found. And it might be like that for days on end, but it doesn't mean I'm at square one of recovery. I've learned so much. I've grown so much. I've healed so much. And for me to come on this podcast and say, I'm still learning. I'm still I'm still a bit broken on the inside. Some people hate that term. Well, I'm going to just say it. There's a part of me that still feels a little broken on the inside. I'm being restored day by day, even in the pain of it. Learning how to trust again. Learning how to trust for the first time. Learning how to be real. Learning how to make amends. Learning how to repair. Learning how to repair my relationships. And so tonight... You know, this this episode is dedicated to really step two, came to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity and not to believe that it's black and white. If I have a setback, if I have a slip, whatever it is, it doesn't take away the fact that I'm still recovering. It doesn't take away the fact that I've had tremendous growth in these programs. It doesn't take away the fact that I'm still valid, that my life is still valid. And yet it's really hard work, guys. It's really hard work. And sometimes it just brings me to my knees. And the pain can be really intense. You know, but the the, the message of hope that I leave here tonight, you know, I leave it on the recovery podcast floor is, despite the mess, I'm still getting up and getting into it every day. I'm still curious. I'm still open. I'm still doing the how, the honest, open willingness. I will still go to to a meeting today. I will still show up. I will still make my amends. I will still work to forgive myself as I wish, you know, I will forgive myself as I I forgive others. It's a messy, non-circuitous, up and down, bumpy road. That's what recovery looks like. And if anybody tells you it's anything but that, they're not speaking the truth. It is not for the faint of heart. So I hope that you guys are all being restored to your own various modes of sanity. And I just thank you for being in recovery, that we get to do this together. Sending you my love.